Welcome to BSD Talk, number 95. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, 2007. All I have is an interview, so we'll go right to it. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with OpenBSD developer Claudio Yeager. Welcome to the show. Hello. And I wanted to speak to you today about some of the work that you've been doing with OpenBSD. And to start, could you describe some of the work that you've been doing with routing daemons? Yeah. I started actually doing OpenBSD development with the BGPD routing daemon, which uh, implements the BGP routing protocol, which is used all over the Internet to calculate the routing table of all the big routers in the Internet. So this is a a really important daemon for ISPs who want to be independent of other upstream providers. Then uh, later on, we implemented the second important routing daemon is OSPFD, which is a routing daemon that actually works for inside your network. And later on, we had other people starting with uh, stuff like RIPD, which is a replacement for the old routing uh, RouteD. And we have now also some starts with multicast routing daemons like DBRMPD. So perhaps we should step back a little bit and describe to the listeners what a routing protocol is and its purpose. Because I think a lot of people maybe just have a single Internet connection at home with a couple computers hooked up to a single router. Yeah. Normally you split the routing demons in two groups. You have the the ones that calculate your interior network, and you have the ones that actually calculate the, the view from the outside. So BGPD is one of the, it's actually the only exterior gateway protocol daemon, which calculates all the, the, the routes from all external so-called AESs, so autonomous systems. These are normally organizations that have a known network. And inside these AESs, you normally run an interior gateway protocol, which is in most cases OSPF, or then uh, in some yeah stranger cases, uh, RIP. And these are actually there to simplify your network by calculating the routes to all your internal networks automatically and rerouting if you just change cables or if you have a fiber cut or something like that. So this is normally the big difference between the two um, routing protocols that we actually most of the time use, which is, in my case, BGPD and OSPFD. And BGP, as a protocol, is used as the core routing protocol for the entire Internet. It's, it's what allows yep. your packets to get from Iceland to Greece through the magic yep. of, of all these series of tubes. Yeah, <laughs> through the series of tubes, yeah. Um, this is actually also what makes BGP uh, really important for the Internet and what makes it a bit complicated because you have to do a lot of filtering stuff. You need to, to, to be able to actually tune your network so that you actually use the right pipes for the right packets so that you have the shortest path or the cheapest path or the fastest path, which is normally mostly a political 
definition because you define where you're buying in your up your uplink bandwidth, and by that you actually define a policy that you want to use for your outgoing traffic, and it actually also influences the incoming traffic. While on the other hand, in OSPFD, you actually do not have, or normally you do not use some filtering mechanics. You just simply use a simple metric system where you just say uh, this link has a lower metric than the other one, and so it is just preferred. Prior to Open BGPD and Open OSPFD, what options were available for people in the open source world? In the open source world, beforehand there was actually only one uh, more or less bigger used routing protocol suite, which, uh, which was called Zebra. They implemented more or less all the, 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 the routing protocol like OSPF, DBGPD, RIP, even the, the IPv6 counterparts for OSPF and for RIP. And it was it's still widely used mostly on, on Linux and other systems because Zebra is one of the only systems that actually support more or less every Unix operating system. There were also some other projects like GateD or MR, MRP, which did more or less the same thing but never actually took off. And something like three years ago, Zebra went commercial, even though it was GPL software, and because of that, they then split it. A new team started with uh, the replacement, which is now called Quagga, uh, which is still more or less, I would say, 80% uh, Zebra code, and they're just fixing bugs as they see it. And OpenBGPD and OpenOSPFD have some uniquely OpenBSD design elements. Could you describe those? Mm -hmm. Really important in the in the development of those demons was actually to be uh, secure by default and doing privilege separation and all this stuff. And by doing that, we actually started, actually, mostly started with BGPD. We started with this three process design that you see now in a lot of other demons in, in the OpenBSD world, where you have one demon is actually talking with the network which does uh, drop the privilege and change uses itself to uh, to for empty. And um, then you have a second daemon behind it, which is actually doing all the calculation of the routing tables. And the third process, which is the parent, is the only one who's running as with root privileges to be able to actually change the routing table, which is uh, the only it's only possible to change the routing table if you're a root, if you're a super user. And uh, we're doing the same thing with OSPFD, we're doing the same thing with RIPD, we're doing the same thing with now the, the new host stage D that just got added to OpenBSD a few weeks ago. And so this is more or less uh, the new concept of writing demons. And so you've named a, a few projects there. Mm -hmm. How mature or useful are the various projects at this point? BGPD is now, I think, about three years old, if I'm remembering correctly, and it's very mature. It's a lot used. There are still a few open points that we want to add sooner or later, like, uh, for example, the upcoming 4-byte AS numbers that get implemented 
and a few other things like a, uh, a rewritten filter language, which is very important. So this is actually absolutely ready for production, and we're using it even in production system. And I know of a lot of uh, bigger sites who's using it in production. Then the other one is OSPFD, which is two years old now, I think, which is very stable. I'm using it a lot, and um, there are still a couple of minor annoyances that I try to fix now, like currently not possible to reload the configuration, so you have to kill and restart the OSPF daemon, and I want to change that now in the next couple of weeks. And uh, then we have RIPD. RIPD is uh, a very simple routing protocol. It's n not so long in the tree now, but it's mostly stable and it seems to work. The only routing daemon of the newer one is that it's not yet really ready. This is the distance vector multicast routing daemon, which is DVRMPD. It's a really complex name. There we have still a lot of issues with it, and it's not yet production ready. And are all of these projects pretty heavily integrated into the OpenBSD kernel? And does that hurt their ability to be ported to other operating systems? Both NetBSD and FreeBSD have a BGPD port I know of. I even think they ported OSPFD over to, to their systems. This was more or less a minor task for them because the uh, interface into the kernel to change routes is similar among all BSDs, whereas it is almost impossible to port BGPD to to Linux or to Solaris because they have a really different architecture on how to write to the or actually update your kernel routing table. And this would actually need more or less a complete rewrite of the parent process, which is possible, but nobody actually did that job. So we're still waiting for people who actually want to port it to, to systems like Linux. And along with routing protocol daemons, haven't you also been doing some work in wireless device drivers? I, I got actually into the, uh, the wireless device driver uh, by Marcus Glocker, who is uh, an auto developer in Switzerland. Um, he started with, with some uh, device drivers like PGT and uh, ACX. And it was his first drivers, and so I helped him. And... Uh, by helping him, I, I got more and more stock in these drivers, and uh, I'm now more or less doing a lot of work together with him. Like uh, we have almost finished the Mellow or the Marvel wireless driver, which is now more or less stable, but still has some issues. And uh, we did some other drivers, and we are looking now for new stuff in the wireless area, but. Currently, it's like every new card we get is even worse than the last one we had, and so the fun factor is not that big anymore. How did mm -hmm. you start learning how to code and program, and how do you think people who are interested in this kind of work could get these skills? I actually started coding quite a long time ago. It was like now probably 15 years ago when I started uh, hacking in C, so actually what I first did, I, I bought a book about the C programming language with a lot of, they had like little um, 
examples and especially to have some uh, questions at the end of every chapter where you actually had to write your own little code and then you could compare it with a solution that you had in the back of the book. So uh, this was like the first four years I was just doing stuff like that. And then later on I um, I started hacking mostly in user land. So I wrote QML LDAP, which is a uh, LDAP extension for the QML mail daemon. And then uh, I later on, I was just using BSD all the time, so I got used to it. And I started to, to fix the little bit here, a little bit there, and start to look at code. And, and at the beginning, I wasn't knowing all the all the parts of the of the system. It's it's something that you have to learn and that you uh, learn slowly. This is really important. It's it's not something that you just can do in in, in a month or in two months. It it takes years to actually understand more and more of the, the operating system and the user land and the drivers, which are actually three more or less independent parts. And are you looking at taking on any other projects? Currently, I'm extremely busy at, at the office, so uh, I have almost no time to actually work on the stuff that I actually want to do, like finishing some diffs I have in my tree, like I have diffs for OSPFD, I have diffs for BGPD, which are sitting in my tree for a very long time. This is one goal I want to finish uh, soonish. Then another thing is uh, I started hacking on the, the actual in-kernel routing table where I want to like get more speed out, the, out of the network stack and making the the life of the of the, the user land routing daemons easier by actually implementing concepts in the, into the kernel that actually are necessary to make it uh, easier for the, the user land routing daemons to synchronize each each other's tables. So um, there are a lot of projects currently I'm working on, and I just don't have the time to to actually look around and, and start new stuff. So I try to to okay this, and this is what I'm currently doing with with the uh, host stage D, which is mostly done by uh, PRY, which is a really nice program. But I just don't have the time to actually help him a lot in this in his code. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. If you'd like to leave comments on the website or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 95.